ho, ho, ho. And we are ready to go with a Christmas week edition of Three Dog Thursday. I am back. I am festive. I'm raring. I am the host, TJ Reeves. We've got handicappers that are ready. To look at this. Kyle Perviance back yet again on Three Dog Thursday after a 2-0-1 week. And by the way, because his World Cup duties are over with, when last we had Flash on Three Dog Thursday, he was three for three. So this has been an invitation in the making. So Flash is back as well. Boys, good to have you. Kyle, you've been uh, rocking along, including with some large underdogs. How are things as we head to Christmas weekend? Well, things are great. I get to see one of my dearest friends on, uh, for the second week in a row. And we, we get Flash here now. I, I make oh, sure I'm to sorry. Get, I thought you meant me when you said your yeah, dearest I, friend. <laughs> I, get to, I get to get all my, the ladies out of the house because I don't need my mom going on about it. I don't need my girlfriend going on about it. <laughs> It's where I have to take, you know, a backseat and now handsome flashes here and I'm sort of, you know, chopped liver. Uh, Merry Christmas to you guys. What a week, right? What a crazy yes. week of football. The only right? man that can rival Santa in popularity is Flash, and that is That's why he is true. back aboard on the BetUS Three Dog Thursday show. So we've <laughs> yep. got a ton to get to. We've got college bowl games. Now, the boys are not big into the bowl games. I've got a bowl game that we're going to have. We'll get much bigger into the college football playoff, obviously, for next weekend show where Georgia's playing Ohio State and Michigan is playing TCU. But there are some straight bowl games but it's mainly nfl uh, starting with a thursday night jets jaguars game and then a bevy on christmas day or a bevy on christmas eve a triple header on christmas day guys i'm actually headed to arizona with the tampa bay buccaneers it is christmas in the desert in the cool desert, uh, as it turns out for me this weekend. So we've got a lot of Christmas NFL to talk about and uh, go over some underdogs and try to win the uh, the folks some underdog money here as part of Three Dog Thursday. Thank you for finding us on BetUS TV. Make sure you hit the like button and you're subscribed to this channel where we've been coming your way all through the football season. We're rocking right through the month of January. The bowl games, like I mentioned, the NFL playoffs will be right here on Three Dog Thursday. And uh, a couple of other uh, things to let you know. We've got Three Dog Thursday merchandise. In fact, you can go into our merchandise store, get a shirt, get a sweatshirt. You didn't get that gift from Santa or Mrs. Claus under the tree? Go get some Three Dog Thursday merch. Get a bag, get a mug, whatever it is. BetUS.com slash Three Dog Thursday. And there's a chance for you to win something out of the merchandise store by making your underdog predictions on this show. Yes, you can participate with us. Get three underdogs correct. Any combination, college bowl game or the NFL, do all of one, do all of another, or mix them and match them. If you get all three correct, the first one of you that comments below and gets all three correct, you get to go in the merchandise store, pick out a shirt, pick out a sweatshirt, whatever you want to do. It's the season of giving from us here from BetUS TV and Three Dog Thursday. Again, check out the merch, BetUS.com slash Three Dog Thursday. Comment below, get a chance to win. Get those underdogs in before the games get rolling in some combination with the bowl games and the NFL. All disclaimers out of the way. Guys, are we ready? Are we ready? I mean, we're getting to the nitty-gritty right now yeah. in pro football. We're getting to the good stuff with the bowls. Let's get into it. Let's go over it. And let's begin in the National Football League in a game that I'm going to look at on Christmas Eve, Saturday afternoon in Chicago, where the Chicago Bears, okay, they've lost, what, six in a row, eight in a row, 18 in a row, I don't know what it is, but they've been competitive. In particular, for the purposes of this show, Flash and Kyle, they've been good at keeping it close. Once again last week, 
close enough against Philadelphia for our purposes. Didn't win the game, but did get the cover in the five-point loss. Kyle, you were all over that with the Bears. And the one thing we know about Buffalo is if the line is greater than six and a half, they ain't covering right now. Uh, With the exception of the one game against the Patriots where they won and they covered, the other six games out of the seven, they've been at least a six and a half point favorite in all of them. And they are 0-6 ATS on covering that number. That includes the Dolphins game last week. Kyle, you were all over the Dolphins as well. So I think, I think Kyle, you're feeling me a little bit here on Chicago mm-hmm. Bears at home, Christmas Eve afternoon, getting a hefty nine and a half when Buff- Buffalo's had trouble putting anybody away with a large number. Kyle, give me more. Yeah, and, and look, we've we've talked about this. You're not going to make a lot of money betting the NFL taking road favorites by more than a touchdown. It just doesn't work that way. That's not how the universe works. The sports betting gods, I'd like to thank them again. We are not bragging saying I've been here three weeks in a row. We understand it's a fickle fickle universe we live in with the sports betting god so thank you for allowing that cover that late justin fields touchdown was big but look we've talked about this with buffalo they're not built for their home stadium now they're not at home but this is a cold game in chicago we're looking at less single digits four or five degrees 22 mile an hour winds projected right now so that what is that going to do that's going to affect that high octane passing game of buffalo this is going to make things much more difficult now we just saw with that game and look, I'm a deputy weatherman. I am not the sheriff when it comes to weather because, look, we saw in Buffalo, it, the field was fine and they were able to put up a ton of points. But they're struggling against the run. And when teams go out there and really put it to them and start running the ball against them, particularly in the red zone, they've been bad in the red zone rush defense for the last couple of seasons. Chicago's going to run the ball down their throat. I don't see a lot of points out of that Bills offense. You have a low total here, bad weather, and you're getting 10 points, nine and a half points. I mean, the writing's on the wall. It, it, it checks all the boxes. I like the Bears here. I think Justin Fields, I look, I'm in the fantasy uh, semifinals this week. I'm actually playing against Jonathan Papelbon in the fa- in the semifinals this week. I need to beat him. There's a lot of crap talking going on between me and Papelbon. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I, the Jonathan Papelbon, the, the former Major League Baseball reliever. That's correct. You and he in the semifinals. All that's right. correct. That's okay. correct. And he's he beat me just a few short weeks ago, talked a lot of smack. Now we're back in the semifinals. I lost Jonathan Taylor. Who was my number one overall pick? So I had to pick up Zach Moss on the waiver wire. There's a lot going on here, but I went ahead and played Justin Fields this week. A lot of running out of Chicago. I don't see a lot of points here. It's going to be real tough for Buffalo to cover. And Buffalo just plays down to their competition. We've seen this time and time again. You mentioned it beautifully how they just don't cover these big spreads. Uh, much like the Chiefs, overvalued, underperform against the spread. Uh, I like the Bears here, plus nine and a half. Yeah, I mean, whether it's been the Bills playing that neutral field game in Detroit with the Browns, the Browns right. got the late cover in that one. They came right back on Thanksgiving Day and played the Lions and barely beat them by a field goal mm-hmm. uh, in that one. Again, they played the Dolphins last week as a, a, a big favorite, and you were on the Dolphins, Kyle, right. and they barely beat them tying the game and getting the field goal. So we agree, Chicago Bears, bear down, Chicago Bears. All right, I'm not singing anymore. Uh, we like them on Christmas Eve at home in the cold. Give us the nine and a half points. If we get like a Fields touchdown, if we get like 10 points, I, I think I feel really good that I don't know that Buffalo gets to 20 in right. this game. So if you get some kind of scoring, we'll go there. Uh, Flash, we're monopolizing the conversation. So that is no underdog shit, number you one. Are. Understood. Yeah, uh, that is understood <laughs> that we're monopolizing it. So mm-hmm. underdog number one is the Bears. It is Flash's floor now. And you've got an interesting one for Sunday night with the Raiders and the Steelers. 
Um, and we'll get into this here in just a second about some of what was going to go on at halftime, et cetera, and the, and the Steelers are now in mourning. But you like this matchup with the Las Vegas Raiders, who may have won the craziest finish in the NFL, yeah, I, I don't know, ever. But certainly in the last few years, it's a crazy finish. But tell us more. Tell us more about why you like the Raiders on Saturday night, Christmas Eve night, in this situation in Pittsburgh, Flash. Uh, God's, God's are smiling on them. Um, but I've got, uh, I don't want to go down the uh, short-termism route, but... With the, I've, I know that the Raiders are going to put up points. I can't rely on the Steelers putting up points. Um, I like them on the money line, and the money line's up plus 125. I don't think there's any difference between really money line and plus two and a half because if they're going to get beat, I think they'll probably get beat by three. But I don't think they're going to get beat because of the weapons, because of the balance of the attack. They've got J- Jacobs, obviously, in the backfield. He's going to run. Then they've got their weapons to spread the Steelers out. The Steelers have been best when they've been able to contain and keep it tight. But then you've got Renfro, you've got Waller and Devontae Adams. And the thing is with the Raiders, even in defeat, they put up mid-20 points. Do I see that the Steelers can get up mid-20? No, not at all. So for me, it's just a straight plus 125 on the money line. But if you have to, then take the uh, plus two and a half around, what, minus 110. Uh, And also, listen, both of these need a win. So yes. I, I see nothing. I see nothing between these two. Um, the, the plus two and a half, I think it's irrelevant. I mean, the plus 125 is the way to go. All right. So, uh, again, a little backdrop here, a little context. Obviously, I was on the Steelers last week. Kyle, you know this. Flash has been in the world sport, doing the World Cup with the Argentina. Vamos, Argentina. He's been doing that. But in any event, you saw and heard that I love the Steelers in the spot uh, last week at Carolina, as Flash mentioned, Kyle, both of these teams need the win. Both have a six and eight record. Both realize if we get the seventh win, we're still alive with two games yeah. to go. And now Pittsburgh is in mourning, as we mentioned. They were set to honor Franco Harris, the legendary mm-hmm. Hall of Fame running back. At halftime of this game, they were going to retire his jersey for all time in Pittsburgh, the number 32. And Franco Uh, Passed away unexpectedly, midweek, overnight, died in his sleep. Awful. Uh, So is that going to energize the Steelers? Is it casting a pall all over Pittsburgh? I don't know. Flash is on the Raiders. Kyle, a quick thought here before we move on on this uh, Saturday night game. Now that we have the awful news about Franco Harris and the celebration they were going to have has got to be muted at this point. Right, and that unfortunate irony, right? Like the last crazy ending you sort of think about is that holy roller and Franco Harris, you know, chasing after the ball d- down the field. So uh, that's really unfortunate. And that's that makes me even more nervous. I like that the, the Raiders actually, when I first typed this up to Allie and I'm typing up what I'm picking for today, the Raiders were on my initial list. And then I look at the weather, you might have negative one degree wind chill factors. Ooh. Pittsburgh, now you have Mike Tomlin with the death of Franco Harris. That makes me really, really nervous. I think the Raiders are the better team, certainly the more talented team. They have much more off with Darren Waller back. You could see how that really helped Derek Carr out. I just got concerned the outdoors, the cold, low scoring. I, if I had the proverbial gun to my head, I'm taking the Raiders here. I agreed that they should win the game on the money line. And I'm seeing some outlets, too, giving even a better number on the money line. So you can find, you know, you can shop around and find this at a good price. But I, I, I like the Raiders here. I'm inclined to take them. The Steelers don't offer much offensively, do they? TJ, so, you can also take the Raiders at halftime uh, plus 0.5. So even if it's a tie at halftime around the minus 115, and I think the Raiders have been up 
in more games right. than they've actually won this year at the half. The scripted plays from Josh McDaniels, they get off to a flyer, they put points on the board. And when you put points on the board against this Steelers side, I don't see them coming back. Agreed. Well, and Kenny Pickett, it looks like he will play. Uh-huh. He's cleared concussion protocol. He's had two concussions, though, this year. So right. that's a question mark for them. Steelers, again, will they be motivated by the death of Franco Harris? Uh, and the Immaculate Reception 50-year anniversary is Friday night. That's why they were doing all of this for Saturday night, retiring his jersey. I'll, I'll tell you this just as a quick story, then we're moving on to round two of Three Dog Thursday. When you fly into the Pittsburgh airport, Flash, listen up. You're going to learn something here. When you fly into the Pittsburgh airport, you're greeted by a statue of Franco Harris with his arms out, catching the ball like this for the Immaculate Reception. That's in the airport in a big statue when you get there. It just, the Steelers football and tradition from 50 years ago encompasses everything they do will they be motivated to to play inspired i don't know raiders must win situation flash says give me the money line and he'll take the points too on three dog thursday and again if i didn't articulate it the handicappers need to get two of the three correct to be back kyle has been back the last couple of weeks now because of that uh, much less get all three right in college and the NFL to stay on the show. Flash is here because before he took the hiatus to do the great duty on the World Cup coverage, he got all three right the last time he was here. So listen up and pay attention. Let's go to round two. It's actually being played right here in the Tampa Bay area where I am, the Gasparilla Bowl, as it's known. Missouri out of the SEC won a couple of games late in the year. Wake Forest has got a high-powered offense, but this is a 50-50 game. I like Mizzou with the better talent level. Eli Drinkwitz, the coach. I like the point here. I think the SEC wins in this bowl game with Wake Forest. So I'll grab that point gladly on Three Dog Thursday. Again, we get much better bowl games coming next weekend, the New Year's Day traditional games plus the college football playoff. But we had to give you something in college football. So I will give you Mizzou Tigers. That's a Friday afternoon game in Tampa. By the way, I know it's freezing cold everywhere. The cold weather is going to be making its way even to Florida where it's going to be colder like in the 40s for this game. It's not a balmy 75 or 80 degrees, but I'll still take Missouri here in this instance. They came close to beating Georgia. They were beating Georgia at home earlier in the year. A lot of the game, shoulda, coulda, woulda, did beat Arkansas in their last game that they played. I'll take Missouri over Wake Forest for the college football underdog that we have on the show. All right, let's move on. Uh, Flash, you will be next up here in round number two. You're going to Christmas Day and a game that strikes you in Los Angeles here. What do you like about this matchup with the Rams, who've been floundering, and the Denver Broncos for Three Dog Thursday purposes? Yeah, because they're dogs. They're both dogs, so I thought it might be the right place to, uh, right show to put them on. But the thing is, home field advantage on Christmas Day. Baker Mayfield, I've not got on scoring points. I think it's going to come down to uh, the Broncos' D. And, and, and obviously, I, you can't legislate for the D putting up points. Uh, I can't trust them to put up points. Let me put it this way. The total's at 36. That tells you something straight away. I think the Rams being a dog at home tells me that they would have been a minus or plus three, plus three and a half away from home. So Correct. I cannot have that. I cannot have a team going into the Super Bowl champs on Christmas Day. Forget about everything that's gone on because, yes, they've looked dodge. They've lost certain weapons. But the Broncos cannot put up points. The Broncos have a, a decent D, but that doesn't matter because we're not talking about a high-octane offense from the Rams. I'm just going with... 
The numbers for me are wrong. They're plus 121 on the money line. They're plus one to plus two and a half. I just see this being so, so tight. And I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a 16, 13, 17, 13 game. And when I'm looking at numbers that are so, so small, I've got to go with a home field advantage. All right, fair enough. And Kyle, in this case, the Rams on a shorter week, having played Monday Night Football, but, I mean, the Broncos, in this instance, they, they played well at home against the Cardinals, but the Cardinals are an absolute mess. Uh, so, But, I mean, they, they scored 24 points in that game. But you look at, at previous matchups where they, they got uh, nine points against the Ravens, they got 10 points against the Panthers. This is with Russell Wilson. We don't know if Russell Wilson's going to be able to play. If he clears concussion protocol, we're midweek here, he should be able to play. If not, it's Brett Ripien again. Kyle, give, give me a quick thought here. This is Christmas afternoon, uh, and whether or not the Rams and the Broncos has any redeeming value at all. Flash says, give me the Rams at the point. Uh, Kyle, any quick thought here? Well, I just look, Russ looks like he's a full go, so he's going to play. So I guess that helps, right? Because Brett Rippon put up more points than Russ has put up all year long. I still believe there's more bathrooms in Russell Wilson's house than touchdown passes that he's thrown, which is just <laughs> unbelievable. I like it's, that. It's true. I believe it's true. I actually think there's 12 bathrooms right. in his house and he's thrown a lot. I think it's actually true. There are if more he's bathrooms. he's got a half dozen bathrooms, that seems like it's more than the touchdown passes. I yeah. would agree with you. Yeah. So, but look, it's tough. Baker Mayfield now, he's only been with the team a week and a half. We sort of saw the limitations, right? We saw the weird thing on Monday night and he comes back and it looks weird. And then we see the limitations on Monday night and they get trounced by Green Bay it's a tougher defense you're going to face this week in Denver. I think Flash is absolutely right. Super low scoring here. They're going to have to be able to run the ball. Cam Akers is starting sure. to look a little better. It'd be nice if Aaron Donald came back. The one good thing, you're going to have Jalen Ramsey out there sort of disrupting the number one target, Jerry Judy. He, he's been sort of following guys around. He wasn't doing that earlier. kind of sitting in the slot, which is kind of interesting. Now, as you look around, he's played in the slot 21% of his routes, he's starting to shadow a little bit. Could get Cortland Sutton back for Denver. This one was another one that was close to making my list when it was a two and a half. But I that Denver defense scares me a little bit. Uh, gotcha. It, uh, Flash is taking some 50 50s. It's going to be a dicey hey, week for when Baker Flash Mayfield is back next is, week. Look, he's going to have feathers behind him. He's going to be crawling. Oh, yeah. Like well, but Baker Mayfield is back at home, too, for my man Flash. Right. And he played very well in the fourth quarter at home in the comeback against the Raiders. Right. Let's see if they settle in. Somebody's got to win this game on Christmas Day. And Flash. Gordon on Three Dog Thursday says, hey, give me the L.A. Phil Rams. As well, gentlemen, I think field position will be that the uh, the Rams will get to the QB because of the offensive line of the Broncos. The Broncos' strength is their D. That's the mm -hmm. only reason they've kept games tight, because they do spew up fumbles. They do spew up interceptions. And if you're going to give on Christmas Day uh, to a home side, they will capitalize. It might be that they only reach, I don't know, 16, 17 points, three field goals, one touchdown, and that will be enough against this Broncos yeah. unit. It seems like it has been in the past. All right. Final pick of round two on Three Dog Thursday from the Handicappers. Let's go back to Kyle Provides. Kyle, what do you like? Another large underdog. You've done very well with these. What do you like here? Yeah, I, I mean, look, I know the Seahawks lost Tyler Lockett, uh, but the Chiefs are another one of these teams. We just talked about it with Buffalo. Always overvalued, struggle to cover these big spreads. Look, we just saw them go to overtime with the Texans. We saw the week before they were unable to cover a, yet another large spread where they lost, actually, to the Bengals. This is not a team that covers large spread. This is do or die for the Seahawks. We talked about this on the Thursday night game, and 
The 49ers continue to impress me. I, I can't say I know I'm, I'm not even being a homer there. They're just figuring out ways to win in impressive ways. This is a huge game for the Seahawks. The Chiefs do have some vulnerabilities on the outside. Joshua Williams played 220 defensive snaps. He's giving up over a half a fantasy point per route run against. That means he's giving up a catch basically on every time he's targeted. Targeted 23% of the time. DK Metcalf lines up on that side of the field 37% of the time. He's going to have a nice matchup there. I think Seattle can get it done in the passing game here. There's, To me, the Chiefs aren't a team that cover double-digit spreads. They're going to force the Seahawks to try to score points. Kenneth Walker's healthy. That's going to help against that bad Chiefs run defense. To me, the Chiefs, I will never take the Chiefs more than a touchdown. They just don't seem to cover in that scenario. If you're, if you're taking the Texans to overtime, look, I know the Seahawks have overachieved this year. Geno Smith is not the best quarterback in the league, although he did have those sort of numbers for much of the year. We're sort of seeing them regress back towards the mean here a little bit. But 10.5 is way too many points against a team in contention for the playoffs. Has the potential to score despite the loss of Tyler Lockett. I think the Seahawks keep this. This is going to be another nail-biter for the Chiefs, and you could see a lot of points. It's a game that plays to the over for me as well. Very interesting that something's got to give in this game. Just one more note here. Seattle is just 1-4, and four, uh, or actually 0-5 ATS. 0-5 in their last five games after mm-hmm. they've been really good ATS. But... But the Chiefs, to Kyle's point, are 0 for 3, 0 and 3 in December so far. So something's right. got to give ATS. And Kyle says, give me 10 points to risk it with the Seattle Seahawks to just keep it close. Yeah. And, and Seattle's still uh, lurking in the NFC playoff picture. They need to right. win. They will be motivated. You mentioned no locket. Let's see what happens. Kyle says, I will take the 10 points with the Seahawks, and that is a Christmas Eve afternoon game in Arrowhead Stadium. And the Chiefs still chasing the Bills and the Bengals for the number one seed. They're motivated to win, but Kyle likes all of those points as well. One I, more I round also, to go. just to come yep, in there, I, re- I really like uh, Kelsey to have a, a big game. Um, if you go back a couple of weeks when they played against the, the Seahawks, played against the 49ers, it was all George Kittle. Straight down that seam, big tight end. I expect Kelsey to be your make or break, but 10 and a half. I can see the uh, sure. Chiefs winning by 10. It, and it's going to have to be the tight end. It's going to have to be because if you look at the Seahawks secondary, and I, it's my favorite secondary in the league, even though I'm an anti-Seahawks fan, but when you have Kobe Bright and Michael Jackson, the king of pop, in your secondary, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> right, that's the most famous well, secondary in the league. You were mentioning but they've fantasy. been very good. They've been very, very good. Sure. That secondary. All three corners have given up less than a third of a fantasy point per route run against the two corners on the outside. Tariq Woolen, who's one of the better young and up and coming corners in the league, in 440 defensive pass routes this year, he's only been targeted 13 percent of the time. On the other side, Michael Jackson only 18 percent of the time. Both these guys have really contained the outside, so they're going to have to fabricate points here in Kansas City. It's going to be tough to cover 10 and a half points. And as I was saying, for fantasy footballers, they've been waiting for Kelsey to wake back up the last two right. or three games. He's been a machine, and maybe this is the game to flash his point for the home game with the Seahawks. All right, one more round to go. I will lead it off for Three Dog Thursday purposes here. Uh, and I am going to go back to Saturday, back to Christmas Eve, and to the New England Patriots. We are sitting here midweek. Do we have an explanation yet for what they were doing at the end of regulation? Not is that at the, the end of over. Is that Myers? I I just I don't know. I mean, uh, what what in the name of Belichick? And I know Flash, you lean towards the Patriots as it is, 
But that was the end of regulation. That was with overtime yeah. looming. What were they doing with all of the laterals and acting like the game is over if they don't score a touchdown? It's almost like they deserve to have happen what happened, which is the interception of the lateral, the backwards pass, and it ends up being six on an untimed play the other end. All right. That being said, how often do I get Belichick and the Patriots at home as an underdog? Cincinnati, I saw at field level last week. Is it first half Cincinnati that the Bucs were all over? Or is it the second half Bengals where the Buccaneers just kept benevolently, benevolently a holiday, uh, holiday season? Here, take another turnover. No, no, take another turnover. No, 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 wait a minute. We're going to give you another turnover, Cincinnati. Let's see how many touchdowns you can score off right. of turnovers. 21 straight points and suddenly the Bucs are losing. All right, I don't know that that keeps up for the Bengals. Second straight game on the road. As you've been mentioning, it's going to be freezing cold in New England. New England pass rush on Joe Burrow. I'm getting points. It's a must win for New England. Give me the points because I think they're winning flash on the money line uh, here on this one. I think New England's winning the game. So I'm grabbing those three and a half points against Cincinnati. Uh, Belichick has lost twice as an underdog at home already this season. He has lost twice, but previously he was 15 and four in his career as a home doggy. Now 15 and six. I think they get the mojo back. I think they beat the Bengals. Any quick thought? Flash, I know you kind of lean Patriots as it is. Yeah, I mean, overall, quick thought. Like in the headlights. I mean, you're going to need this is going to have to be a really, really great show from the D. Now, one thing you can rely on with the Patriots is their D. They put up points every single week, they keep their, the team, uh, the offensive side of the ball in the game. I'm just so disillusioned. They've got players out as well on the uh, on the point scoring side of the, uh, of the ball. I mean, this is the. Either you're a winner here or you're getting blown out. That's my problem here because I've got everything went against them last week, but they didn't really deserve anything, by the way. They was in a winning position. They were dog awful. First half, it's probably one of the worst performances I've seen from any side all season in any game, any matchup. Well, and in that case, the Raiders scored like in the final 20 seconds to set up the mayhem that we saw uh, with all of the laterals. It was bad. But they did score, uh, though, didn't they? The foot, his foot was out of bounds. Yep, his foot was out of bounds. It was it was the weirdest call. I don't know how you missed it. But the call call. on the field, but here we go again, and it's maddening with the NFL officiating. And don't get flash started about the VAR and the uh, and the 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 World Cup. The zebras are a complete joke this year. uh, But but yes, but if the call on the field is touchdown, you got to have it convincing that it's not. That's the rule, and I'm not saying I agree with it. When he celebrated, he took a hot dog from one of the uh, tailgaters. He was that far away from the uh, end zone. <laughs> I mean, well, think about this. the touchdown. Think it's, about the it, revenue. I can't even. He was that far out that you can't even get it on screen. He yeah. it was never been a touchdown, and then obviously it throws his caution to the wind. I don't even know what happened. I, I'm not, I, I'm I not sore about it, TJ. I'm not sore. T- tell me how. I mean, Flash. It's a perfect example in soccer. They have the info. If the ball goes across and, and scores, they know. If the ball, if a player is up, they know with technology. Now. The NFL, the most profitable and lucrative sport in the most profitable, lucrative country in the world. And we have different camera angles in the end zones. We have 80-year-olds running around with chains telling you if it's a first down. We have some guy who hasn't seen his toes in 40 years guessing where a punt goes out of bounds. What the hell is going I on? I now, understand. I worry about Well, let's not get into the commanders and the giants, eh? Uh, it's I know, even worse. same it's thing. It's even worse. 
Uh, let's get into the Patriots a little bit because I'm with you. I get it all. It checks all the boxes. Home dog, undervalued, buy low, sell high, cold weather, great pass defense. Patriot. But I'm a little bit worried about Mac Jones, and not because of the interceptions, not because of his terrible play, 12 of 27, 100 yards against a bad Raiders defense. Let's call it what it is. But do you remember Brian Bosworth, highly touted Oklahoma linebacker, an absolute yep. stud, the biggest stud the in the world. And then Bo Jackson absolutely runs him over, and he was never the same. You remember the infamous play? He runs him over, head yeah. straight to the tunnel, yep. Yep. and they take him out on Monday Night Football. That stiff arm by Chandler Jones on to – I haven't seen someone get smushed into the ground since my friends here at Superbook, since Mario jumped on one of those Goombas and just smushed him into the ground. That's a highly embarrassing – I don't know oh. how you recover. I, For me, I want to jump on the Patriots here, and I never get the Bengals right, especially when I take them, except for last week. I, luckily, I bet them last week. I just had them as part of a money line parlay, and they, they pulled it out in the second half. But my goodness, can the Patriots come back from – that is the worst way – that's the worst loss I've ever seen. It's, it's the horrible. worst loss I've ever seen. It it's really horrible, is. Yeah, I was on I'm, the Patriots I'm, money line. Yeah, and I'm telling you, I think they find a way at home. We've had a lot of good debate here. We're going to yeah. move on. I think they find a way at home to stay in the playoff picture against Cincinnati here. Uh, remember, Belichick had the famous line when they got blown out on the Monday night game with Kansas City. We're on to Cincinnati. We're on to Cincinnati. Well, they're yeah. on to Cincinnati now. We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah. They're on to Cincinnati now. Let's see what they have come Saturday, uh, Christmas Eve on this. All right, let's continue in round number three. Two more picks left from the handicappers. Flash, I'm coming to you. Atlanta Falcons. And Baltimore Ravens, it doesn't look like Lamar Jackson is going to be able to play for a third straight game. We're not sure midweek, but he's not practicing right now midweek. All right, Baltimore at home has to win. Atlanta, yep. barely alive for the NFC South, has to win. Why do you like the Falcons on Three Dog Thursday as the road team, real quick? Well, because I'm getting the hook. I mean, seven and a half is absolutely massive against a side who I don't believe will put up more than maybe 21 points, maybe, maybe 19. So that means I've not got to find 13 from a side. This game for me is all going to be about there's not going to be many possessions. I think it's a clock game. I think that the Falcons will run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. I think they ran for 231 yards last week. There was like a million attempts. And I don't see the Ravens being able to score a high percentage of their possessions. So, again, 36 points is the total. So let's just play by numbers here. You're probably going to get maybe top whack nine or ten possessions. So say we'll say go, we'll go with a higher. We'll go with ten possessions. Ten possessions, you're going to need to score maybe 40% of them possessions, and that's touchdowns. No, I've got it. I've got this around 21, 17, maybe, maybe 19, 13. It's the hook for me. Falcons getting that hook at seven and a half. Yeah, I think the, the Ravens will find a way to win. I wouldn't be surprised if the Falcons win, but I just think that seven and a half, I'm going to be sitting there pretty all game. Keep it close. Keep it close. And in the Ravens' case, without Lamar Jackson, Kyle, you know this. Let's go over the point totals, shall we, for the last three weeks. Uh, nine against the Broncos when Lamar got hurt uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago now. Uh, 16 in the win over Steelers and three last week. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Nine, 16, and three totals 28 points in three games. Mm -hmm. About nine a game to Flash's point here. 
Uh, Atlanta, again, rookie quarterback on the road, second straight game. Ritter wasn't that bad in the Superdome. All right, Kyle, any quick thought before we move on to your final pick on uh, Flash's taking of the ATL birds, the Dirty Birds? Yeah, if one of my games was canceled or I couldn't pick it for some, this would be the one that would replace it right here. Uh, I, I agree with Flash 100%. I, I wasn't all that impressed with Desmond Ritter. I think they may as well just throw Felipe Franks in there. I don't, I mean, that quarterback room, is it the worst quarterback room in the league? It's real bad yeah. outside of maybe New England. With ba- I mean, I think Bailey Zappi should really be starting, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, this is really tough, but Tyler Huntley has not shown any of the flashes. He's sort of shown last year at the end of the year when he started a few games for Lamar. That offense has looked really bad. The Falcons' defense has quietly been getting a little bit better. They were pretty bad at the beginning of the year, especially in pass defense. A.J. Terrell's sort of come along a little bit. He's playing a lot better. Darren Hall on the outside. Uh, I like them. I like the Falcons here. And look, if you're looking, if you want to make some money on Christmas Eve and you want a nice big money line that has a real shot, Plus 275 yes. on the Falcons. They have a real shot here. These are This game should be more of a 50-50. The line is wrong here. I like the Falcons quite a bit. Yeah, just a quick one, more, uh, TJ. Is uh, sure. The Falcons ran for 231 yards last week against a really good run D. Yep. And I, I know that it was a divisional and matchup. Baltimore's but again, defense put, is Baltimore's you, just okay against the run, to your right. point, for this game, if they're going to intend to run it, Atlanta. Exactly. And you keep them off the field. They're disjointed when you give them a run of maybe three or four third down conversions. But they're not good enough to put enough points on the board for me not to have the seven and a half at minus one, one, five. Flash says dirty birds uh, here in this situation in a game of birds against the Ravens. All right. One more to go. Round number three of Three Dog Thursday. Kyle Provides, what do we have here? What do I see? Jalen Hurts or no Jalen Hurts? You're still saying Philadelphia Eagles, my friend. Tell me more. Minshew mania, baby. Minshew mania. And look, what it comes down to <laughs> is that Eagles defense. And the Cowboys are wildly inconsistent. Now, I'm a little bit nervous because you can get those weeks where the Cowboys look completely unstoppable. On those weeks, they can beat anybody in the league. But for the most part, this is a wildly inconsistent team that struck. I mean, we just saw them lose to a Jacksonville team that doesn't belong anywhere near the postseason just yet. They're Up on the rise. By 17 points in the second half, Dallas, right, and let on. Jacksonville roar back on them. Keep going. Had to get a miracle the week before to beat the Texans. You were losing to the Texans. Needed a miracle at the end. Needed a bonehead call by the Texans and then some miracle drive to come back and beat the Texans. So, look, yeah, Jalen Hurts, no, uh, Nick Sirianni's not ruling him out, but I, I would be pretty surprised if he plays in this game. It looks like it's going to be Gardner Minshew. But that's secondary for the Eagles. There's only two secondaries in the entire league where all three of their defensive backs have played 230 or more snaps together. They're all being targeted 17% or less and have all given up a quarter fantasy point or fewer on their targeted routes. That's the Jets. And that's the Eagles. The strength of this Cowboys team is their passing game. I know I like Tony Pollard a lot, but you're not going to run the ball over and over. We've seen the Eagles give up the run, but they're not going to be dominated on the ground. And even if they are, I think the Eagles can come back the other way. I know everyone talks about this Dallas defense, and they're so good. And they can get after the quarterback, but you have a fantastic offensive line in Philadelphia that should be able to protect Minshew just fine. Kelvin Joseph's replacing uh, Anthony Brown on the outside for Dallas. He has been getting torched. There's going to be some big play opportunities for Devontae Smith, who lines up on his side of the field 41% of the time. I think the Eagles here have a chance to win this game outright. I'm not taking Dallas as fa- – I'm not taking Mike McCarthy as a favorite by more than a field goal ever. Might be the dumbest coach to ever grace an NFL sideline. 
that he Eagles does have a super, he has he a does, Super Bowl win, though. Yeah, right? I, yeah and, I and they the made the playoffs a year ago. But look, Cow, Cowboy fan is looking at this saying, "We got to show something here." Yeah. Yet you think even with a backup quarterback, it's going to be Philadelphia getting to fourteen and one if they can get there. No, uh, he's having the win. four and off. He don't. He don't I want understand. money line. He's yeah. taking well, the points. We shall, I don't see the Cowboys see. blowing them out. You're not blowing out that Eagles defense. That's just not going to happen, and you're not going to be throwing the ball up and down the field. Cowboys are, are a bit of a mess, and it starts at the top. You know, Jerry Jones is still doing interviews about Odell Beckham, who's not healthy enough to play. Why are you even talking about a player who's not on your roster? <laughs> because it's Jerry. Jerry's always talking about do. things he wants. Exactly. And, and we've seen the Cowboys fall apart in these sort of moments. This is not a clutch, you know, high-pressure team. What, they haven't won a playoff game since 1995? So – we're, 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 is, is that right? I think it's 1995 or last They've time they won. won. They have won a playoff game. They haven't been in a Super Bowl since the 1996 right. season. Yeah, it's, it's just something. It's just something insane, and they always find a way to get in their way. This Eagles team is not just a quarterback team. A lot like the 49ers. Good running game. Good receivers. Dallas Goddard's poised to make a return. A fantastic defense. Good scheme. Good coaching staff. They're going to be ready to go. Uh, I like the Eagles this week against the Cowboys. All right, that will round it out. Let's look back on what we all have. There is some agreement here on our uh, Best Bets board here for Three Dog Thursday. Kyle and I both like the Chicago Bears with lots of points uh, in their matchup uh, coming up on Saturday. so we're going to take the nine and a half in that situation with Buffalo. Again, Flash is loving some road dogs, including the Raiders on Christmas Eve. Just before Santa comes down the chimneys, uh, he's liking the Raiders on Saturday night. I have a college football bowl game backing up to Friday. That's the Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa Bay. That is Missouri over Wake Forest. And then when we get to Sunday, you see that Flash has another road underdog with the Falcons. I like the Patriots. And Kyle's got a couple of them with the Seahawks and the Eagles as road doggies as well. Gentlemen, we have come to the end of Three Dog Thursday. Everybody have a great holiday. Flash, thank you. I know you did a great job with the World Cup, and it was so dramatic, obviously, with Argentina beating France. Good luck with your underdogs. Happy holidays. We appreciate it, my friend. Yeah, everyone have a great, uh, great holiday, great Christmas, great New Year, and it's all about giving. No taking, all about giving. Absolutely. We've been giving out the underdogs here. Kyle Perviance, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Good luck with the underdogs, my friend. We hope to see you back next week. You too, my friend. And I might just be taking a couple shots, if that's okay, if I can take just a little. Fl- I'm going to have to get you up and take some You don't know the sh- word of little. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he knows that. And I'll be talking to you. I, I love you, Flash. It's great to see you be with you, TJ. I appreciate you. And travel safe out to Arizona. I hope you're able to have a good Christmas on the road. That's a, well, we'll a find out, won't gig. we? We'll find out if, if the Buccaneers make it a good Christmas or not on yeah. Sunday night in the desert. We will all yep. see. And one thing's for sure, we'll be back with one more Three Dog Thursday for the calendar year before New Year's. That's next week. Flash, thank you. Kyle, thank you. Great job, Kevin, and everybody with BetUS. We appreciate all of you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, everybody. Good luck with the underdogs from Three Dog Thursday. <laughs>